0: <laughs> Be serious, man.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Atlanta Falcon Nation, what it do, people? It's a Tuesday night. Um, we have your annual weekly Atlanta Falcon Nation heavy hitters. Heavy hitters, you ask. Um, to my stage left over here, we have Mister Jew. Talk sports calm before the storm. And at the bottom of the screen, y'all know this guy already with Mr. Mad. I'm
0: doing my mad thing. I'm before. doing my Dexter's laboratory
1: thing right now. That's the laboratory ass motherfucker, aka the mad scientist, <laughs> and this is me. K Styles, aka the Sixth Man, the Goofy Mother, whatever y'all want to say. What's going on, gentlemen? How y'all doing tonight?
0: Hey man, i i i, I got i got some something to say to you know how I am about these Atlanta Falcons content creators. I'm about to get in that ass tonight, so um you you guys be prepared for that. But I'm I'm great otherwise. Like otherwise, I'm terrific. Y'all already know how I be. Up up up. I'm all, I got some up my sleeve, man. I'll just say that.
1: Hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and get in character right quick. So hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? I. Damn, <laughs> I can't see the comments worth shit, man. So I just gonna do this for a quick minute. Little... <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> hey. uh, but uh but but before we get to the first topic, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and give shout-outs to, to the people already in here. We have we have Mr. David M, down South Georgia boy. Uh ATM 3405, Fred Moore. Uh oh, twisted torch in the building already. Y'all make sure y'all go subscribe to him as well. And AFN family right there. Prince Ward, Tavon Watkins, um, Keyshawn Vlad, you know, J Rock. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Twitch because you know he got some games for y'all too. So we
0: got, um, right, what we got plans later on tonight. Yeah. Hey man, let's just go in these keys. This is the last one. Um, it's gonna be extremely short, to be honest. Um, I don't think uh it'll be much different, but Man, um, this is the last one, last one, man. So we gotta, we gotta come out of this bitch with a bang. If you ask me, man. I'm and I'm. That's why I said I got, I, I, I got something, I got something for the ass tonight.
1: Well, Dad, in the building, what's going on, OG?
0: Not in a good mood. I'm just gonna tell you that. I'm in a good mood, but I'm not in a good mood when it comes to these stupid Ryan haters, man. I just I ain't got time for that weak crap no more anymore. Uh, you got me talking really you got y'all got me talking like a, uh, a
1: down south Georgia boy for real. <laughs> <laughs> How about that, don't bring the past joy out in that motherfucking
0: boy. Yo, <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Red? Mr.
1: Red Hot in the building. Exactly. So, you say we're gonna go ahead and get to the three keys for the night. Get
0: to them keys, man. Get to them There's keys. keys. It's, it's, it's. The
1: three keys. Oh, I just want to make sure I, I put the right one down. Uh, don't, don't look. I'm about to say, don't mind the notification. I didn't get it set right. So, all right, <laughs> so, we got the three keys to the Falcons versus Bucks part. Two, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna start with Mr. Jew. Talk sports. What you got for me, home?
2: My first key to victory. We haven't done it all season, and I'm gonna just start with finish. We have to work on finishing these games. Forget sixty minutes. What's the last quarter? Fifteen minutes. Let's just. Can we just finish a game this season? Just close the deal. Whatever we got to do, whoever's up. Whether it's young way cool kicking a game with field goal, kicking a go into overtime, whatever the case may be a game winning interception, um, catching the touchdown, running the touchdown in. Hey, look, I don't care how we get it done. At this point, this is the last game of the season. We four and what? Four and 11? Hey, at this point, I said we were going to go 11 and five. It's looking more like five and 11 or maybe four and 12. Um, <laughs> so at this point, <laughs> my first key to victory is, is, look, finish. Let's finish, guys. Like, we've been saying 60 minutes. My boy K-Styles, 60 minutes, and we all know that we the three-and-a-halves or whatever y'all want to call it, three-and-one, one-fourth, whatever. We can't, we can't finish for whatever reason. Whatever it comes down to, uh, Young-Way-Koo, he's been automatic all season until last game. So it's just like I don't even want to call this team snake bitten, but it's just like we, we haven't finished all season. We haven't put it together all season. Like, if we can just right. get a good team win, the offense play, do their job, the special team do their job, the coaching. just We need it all to come together. And it's the last game of the season. It's time for us to put it together. Um, my second key to victory, we all know what I say every every week. Trench warfare, as Mike said last week, or uh, on the post-game show a couple of days ago, run the football. Run the football, play good defense up front, stop the run, get after the passer. Tom Brady's a sitting duck. This is the game. If you haven't got a sack all season, this is your chance. Tom Brady has nowhere to run. He's not going to outrun anybody. So so if you want to get a sack, all those guys on the defensive line should be licking their chops. Uh, John Kaminsky, all of those guys. Steven Means, this is your last chance. If Marlon Davidson happens to play, these guys should be licking their chops because this is the game. Dante Fowler, everybody's been on on this case. This is the game right here. Where you can have two, three sacks because Tom Brady, they want to throw the ball down the field. That's just how Bruce Arians and his offense works. They want to stretch the field. So that makes Tom Brady hold the football. So if I'm those guys up front, I'm licking my chops. And I'm saying get after the quarterback on the offensive side of the ball. Run the ball. Be physical. We talk about it. Don't allow that defense, uh, defensive line of the Buccaneers to pin their ears back. Because we've seen last game when it came down to that last drive, when they knew we didn't have any timeout. They were able to pin their ears back, and it was pretty much a wrap. Uh, Matt Ryan couldn't really do anything because they were sending that house. They were sending the blitz. And when they start sending those linebackers, we know they got fast linebackers just like the Falcons. Devin White, you don't want those guys coming downhill. Devin White and uh, I forget the other kid's name, but the other linebacker that they have. But both of those guys are really fast guys, and they're going to come downhill. So in this game, run the ball, physical on defense, get after Tom Brady play tight man-to-man coverage. I don't want to see a lot of zone in this game because we've seen what Tom Brady does to zone. He will dice that zone up. So let's play some press. Let's send some zone blitzes because it actually worked against Tom Brady the first time. Don't show where the, cover, uh, the the blitz is coming from. You can't show Tom Brady your hand. If you show your hand in this game, it's a wrap because Tom Brady knows where his, his uh, hot read is. So in this game, you have to send different blitzes. Send Keanu Neal. Send Sherrod Neesman. Send guys that he's not expecting. Send Isaiah Oliver on the blitz. Like, don't just blitz the linebackers because he's going to be expecting those guys coming in. So, drop some guys in the coverage. Last game, we've seen Jacob Tui, Ode Mariner, almost had a pick. Dropped back in the coverage unexpectedly, and he just dropped it. But, I mean, it was opportunities last game for guys to have interceptions. Jacob Tui, uh, O.E. Mariner, dropped one. A.J. Terrell dropped one. A.J. Boy, look, I held on to his. So, It's going to be opportunities in this game because they play that no-risky, no-biscuit type of offense where they're going to put the ball in the air. That was one of the main reasons why Jameis Winston threw so many picks last year because uh, Byron Leftwick and Bruce Arians believe in stretching the field. So let those guys pin their ears back on our uh, our defense. And then my last uh, key to victory is just coach this game smart. If you get in field goal range, kick the field goal. Don't do anything dumb. Uh you know how Raheem Morris and those guys get they get coffee saying we're trying to play aggressive. Don't be stupid. If you got the field position, kick the kick the field goal. If you're not in, you know, you don't got the field position, kick punt the ball. Like it's 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 simple football. Don't do anything out of the ordinary. Now, as far as like uh, on the offensive side, this is for dirt cutter that doesn't know how to set up plays. You better call every play you got on that play sheet. I don't care what it is, a reverse, a reverse pass. Whatever you got on that play sheet, this is your last game because we all know that he's auditioning for other jobs. So at this point, hey, it's all out. Whatever you got on that play sheet, whatever trick plays you've been holding all season, because we've seen last game, all of a sudden he got creative. We've seen a shuffle pass to Hayden Hurst. We've seen some creativity that we hadn't seen all season. So I don't know if he has anything else left uh, in his, you know, in that trickery, any trickery left. But whatever trick plays you've gotten that we haven't seen all season, whether it's Russell Gage uh, doing some of that Wildcat stuff that we've seen, whether it's even allowing Todd Gurley. Like we've seen early in the season, Ty Gurley back there taking snaps at the Wildcat. Let's see some of that. Put Edo Smith, put Brian Hill back there in the Wildcat and do some of those things. Let's give them some unscouted look. because you know, the Buccaneers, they know what to look for in this game. They've seen the tape of, you know on our receivers. We know that we're running the same exact routes all season long. We know that Calvin Ridley is going to do what he does. We know that Matt Ryan is going to do what he does because they do it every single week. Matt Ryan will probably throw for over 300 yards, two, three touchdowns. Calvin Ridley will have over 100 yards receiving again. He's done that four weeks in a row. So I mean, at this point, we know it's the usual suspects. At this point, we just got guys that's out there auditioning. And at that point, I'll go ahead and kick it back to you guys. I know I probably covered everything.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 they, they, they get, hey they get they get a different perspective from each guy, so hey, you good, you all right, Mike what you got uh,
0: I think the first one is just um just give one person opportunity, just give one person an opportunity. We've seen this over and over again where you have a hot guy and all of a sudden we stop using him. Edo Smith was running well. So why do we just take him out of the game? He was out of the game for a good, you know, five to six minutes. He didn't play. We just went away from him. Just stop using him. What's the point of doing stuff like that? All right, that tells me that the coaches are more concerned about their job and how they look as a play caller, as a coach, than the actual players. That's incredibly concerning for me. So I, I want the first one, if the running back, whoever the running back, if Brian Hill is in in in, in a rhythm, give him the damn ball. Just give him the ball. You don't take the ball out of LeBron James if he if he's Got 20 points in the first quarter. Why the hell would we get Take the ball out of Edo Smith hand. You know what I'm saying? You don't do that to Steph Curry. If Steph Curry's hitting hot if he's hitting them half-court shots, you don't take the ball out of his hand. So why are we doing stupid crap like that? It's just coaching. Like give the hot guy the ball. I don't give a damn if it's Christian Blake. If Christian Blake is playing, if he's if, if he's balling, keep feeding. You know what I'm saying? Let's do the spoon, bro. Boom. Keep on eating. Let's keep eating. What are we doing as coaches? You feed the hot guy. So the first one for me is feed the hot guy. I don't give a damn who it is. If it's Caleb McGarry, if he's out there in the damn slot catching passes, throw it to Caleb McGarry. You feel me? Give it to the hot guy. Stop being idiots. Coaches are complete idiots. Second one. Okay? Second one. <sighs> Give that boy every opportunity to be a run block. Who am I talking about? Who am I referring to? We already know for a fact that Alex Mack may, may not be back. He may not be back. Sit his old ass down and put Hennessy back in. I don't care if he's ready. I don't care if he's healthy. Hennessy needs to play. If we don't keep him, we can trade him away for assets or future guy, whatever it is. But he needs to play. There is nothing else for Alex Mack to prove at this current time in his career. He is what he is. So let the young guy play. And the third one, you kind of stated this, but why are we not? Why, why we? Why are we not? Tom Brady has always had issues with zone blitzes. You go back to playing against um, Rex Ryan, the Jets. Whether he was with the Jets or he was with the uh, the Ravens, he's always had issues with the zone blitz even against Pittsburgh he's always had issues with uh zone blitz and I always we get scared you just get scared and stop it oh tom brady he's too smart he's going to figure it out excuse me let him figure it out before you stop it you know what i'm saying it's like it's we're beating ourselves so that's that's for me man i think that's we gotta keep that, that zone blitz. The third one for me, man. So, K Style, what you got, bro?
1: Oh man, y'all kind of covered a lot of what I would go say. Um, I know probably people are gonna be looking at me as like, "Why am I eating?" Um, one thing that's what the running backs need to do. They need to be eating. <laughs> say, I um, think a lot of y'all don't know what I'm eating over here. I'm gonna go ahead and show y'all the bootleg version of, of Lucky Chalk. <laughs> <laughs> but hey man. But for real, I, I'll oh, get right the keys here. Is bruh. I actually found a meme that um actually describes what my first key is gonna be. Um I'm gonna go ahead and show y'all right quick. <laughs> uh let me go ahead and get rid of that right there. Uh <laughs> is it <laughs> the Falcons second uh, half? The I know. That.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, I already knew you was going there with that.
1: <laughs> but but bro, it is 60 minutes to a game. Whatever, go, whatever goes well in the first half, first quarter needs to be going on until it has triple zeros on the clock because you cannot be – like I said, this is the last game of the season, so this is audition tape for everybody, coaches included. 9 out of 10, this coaching staff is not going to be here next year. Cause we need a culture change. So definitely run the – like like you and Mike said, run the ball. Because Tampa Bay is not going to sit no stars down. This is a division game. I don't blame you. You want to destroy your competition. You were destroying your competition the last game. And then the second half, you went into this – soft shell, ramen noodle-ass defense, and it didn't work. So You need to keep your foot on their necks for four quarters, 60 minutes, triple zeros on the clock at the end of the game. Second thing you need to do, and I need to see some halftime adjustments. Oh, my God. Mitt Hey, T, I am not eating college cereal. This is K style cereal. <laughs> this is my cereal. I bought. Hey, this was for me. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, Tampa Bay is gonna come out blitzing because they saw that's what worked in the second half against us the last game. So we got to get the ball out of Matt Ryan's hand as soon as possible. Which means That's a swing, swing passes, screen passes, tight ends must be involved in this game. I don't need to be seeing you coming out the gate trying to throw 15-yard hook routes to wide receivers that can't get open. Because you have to remember, we do not have wide receivers that can really be possession types. As much as I love Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley's weakness is he doesn't catch passes inside the numbers. So we must get uh-huh. we must get the ball out fast, quick, and in a hurry. Get the ball out of his hand so he don't have to get blasted every damn play.
0: Uh-huh.
1: My third key, and this is gonna go to Raheem Morris. Do not challenge, do not challenge plays that are obviously going to fail. It's been too many times that you done took over that your ass and made challenges on plays that were so obvious were going to fail that it cost us timeouts in games. I don't need to see you challenging a first down and this guy's already three yards past the first down line. I don't need to see that. So, yeah, so that goes into coaching has to be smarter. They have to adjust. And like I said, it's not like you and Mike where my my stuff is kind of in depth, but, hey, that's going to be my three keys. I'm just getting straight to the point.
2: Straight hey, to man, the you point. You good, K Styles?
1: This coach, this coaching
2: staff needs simple because we were remedial. Our coaching staff is slow, so we need to be as basic <laughs> as possible. At this point, we don't need. At this point, we do to break nothing down, dog. We don't need to break nothing down. They slow, so we got to break, break it down to the mean, mind. Mean, we got to keep it
0: simple, <laughs> dog. <laughs> hey man, I I, I got to get into this. I'm just going to get into this because this is just highly disrespectful, man. Um. i just this is just i i gotta get this off my chest man um i don't like this for a number of reasons um i don't want to get that cow with any type of um you know shine because you know I said I was gonna change and, and I'm gonna leave, like, leave it like that. Um, but to call a man, another man who plays football, a man that has kids, a man that has done nothing for this organization besides give his absolute all, he's really giving his heart, his soul, and his body to this organization and we got fans that are literally going out of their way to call this, like tag this man's, tag this man on the social media and then call him a beta male. Just cowards. None of you guys, if you ever see this dude in life, half of you son of a guns will be running up with a t-shirt, boots. A piece of paper, or, or or a football card, or whatever. Have him sign your uh, sign an autograph. Y'all have all this energy to say this on social media about a man that has done nothing but give us all his all for this organization, and not just for the organization. This man has been uh, a, a model citizen. When it comes down to off-the-field issues, he ain't killed no damn dogs, he ain't killed no damn, he ain't kicked puppies, he ain't beat his wife, he ain't beat his girlfriend, no domestic violence issues, none of that. This man has done nothing but break NFL records. We're talking about the great Peyton Manning. We're talking about better than Joe Montana. We're talking about better than Steve Young. Warren Moon. Dan Marino, and Dan Marino's probably had the most, the best, like we're talking about stats. This dude has better numbers than every one of them. The only thing that he doesn't have is that touchdown thing. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, is he's far in the bull when it comes down to the touchdown. Okay? This dude has done nothing but win. Offensive rookie of the year. One of the greatest NFC, as far as the the. Everybody loves these. Everybody love the the PFF scores. Yeah, he was rated highest ever in NFC Championship game. Had one of the greatest roles that I've ever seen in a Super Bowl. Along with Julio Jones' catch. That right there. How do you not appreciate this? This man got us to a Super Bowl. This man won MVP. Oh, even when he won an MVP, guess what the guy did? Oh, he broke a record. Broke a record, okay? You guys say, what, Matt, what has Matt Ryan ever done? He broke a record. 13 different receivers in a season. Throw a touchdown to 13 different receivers in the game. And this is the stuff that you guys say that Matt Ryan, oh, all he has is Julio. If that was the case, what's the other 13 people? What's the other 12 people he threw to? He's targeting more than one person, 13 different, 12 other players besides Julio Jones. And you guys say, guess what? Julio Jones made him Roddy White. Roddy White was on his way to be a damn bust. He was a bust. But you guys don't even appreciate that. He made how many? Mike Malarkey, a course, he made Mike Malarkey a head coach. He made Kyle Shanahan a head coach. Dirt Cutter, a head coach. I can just keep going on and on. But you, Mike Vick, cop sucker, still don't appreciate that. What is it going to take for you to respect this man, just as a man? Fuck the football. Because he's done nothing but give nothing. He's done nothing for this organization besides give his all. When the same guy that y'all worship gave y'all two fucking yeah, he said fuck all y'all. But guess what? Y'all still on his nuts. Still on his nuts. Still worshiping him. Okay. So all you content creators, okay, all you content creators, and this is I'm, I'm wrapping it up. But I want this is a public a service announcement to all you content creators. Yes, I do hold you guys to a higher standard. I hold myself to a higher standard. It ain't nothing but love and positivity over here. That's why Jew is here. That's why K Styles is here. That's why your boy J Rock, Miss Maggie, Low, Chair Artist 404, my boy Dunn from the Felix Sports Podcast, Devontae. Even the guy that helped me in this, Lieutenant Dan and Unintentional Grounding, all these guys, Jazzy Jeff, all these guys have helped mold Man Mike to what he is today. So ain't nothing but positivity and love over here. But we got to stop going at these players the way they. Do. Because half of you punks ain't even, you can't even tell. Somebody call you ugly. Somebody call your mama, y'all be ready to fight, ready to shoot somebody, but y'all wanna do this? Y'all wanna do this same crap? To these people on social media, as if they don't have family on social media watching you guys do this, harassing their family. So that's all I got to say, man. Which y'all wanna speak on this? Because I can keep going on and all day, man. I see a lot of cowards, coward, cowards that are content creators thinking that they can just. Say whatever they want to people, tagging these like these people got family. These people, like, th- this is this is serious. These people, you see, guys like um, Hayden Hurst that suffer from depression, and you guys get on damn social media and you say all these ugly ass things. You don't know if this man what he's thinking in his head, he can go back and shoot his ass in the head because he saw a fucking tweet from you. Know what I'm saying? Y'all are weak for that crap, bro. And i like, seriously, that's all I got to say. I just, I can't can't get behind that crap, man. As a content creator, man, we need to be held at a higher standard because we got a lot of people that's following us and that enjoy what we do. And they watch every single second. Our kids, our nieces, our nephews, a lot of people are watching us. We got to be better, man. And that's all I have to say about
1: that. I'll go ahead and go next on this. Uh, Beta male. See, now that's not even football related. You call anybody a beta male that you don't know. That's a reflection tactic. See, uh, you can't really call a football player a beta male. Because this game right here takes a toll physically and mentally. Then you have to deal with fans that don't like you. because Let's just be honest. This is the same as that situation that Donovan Minerv went through in Philadelphia. Because remember, when he got drafted, they booed him out the building. Because they wanted Ricky Williams. Now we can like like we can criticize Matt Ryan for his play on the field as far as okay he's he's not being assertive enough on letting coaches know what he want to do or he may have made some questionable throws here. But when you start talking beta male type stuff, you're basically questioning this man's manhood, and that is beyond football right there. That. That's that's a coward right there because that's something that you wouldn't say to that man's face if you had the chance. Because, like I said, we can defend him, his play on the field. And, like I said, you have a a corner of the Falcons fans that wish Matt Ryan was never here in the first place. Like I said, we get that. There's a lot of people like that. They, they, They said, wish Matt Ryan never was in the NFL in the first place. But when you start insulting somebody's manhood, that's beyond football. I, I like I said, I, I say it like this. If you ain't, like I said, if you, like I said, if your only argument is he's a beta male, they fighting words right there. This is mm-hmm. You're basically saying you want to fight this guy because he's not what you wanted him to be. And, like I said, I can throw. Like I said, I'll throw a couple comments that I did see in here, a mm-hmm. little bit. Well, um, G- Sean Jones here says, "Why can't he throw the thirteen receivers now?" Cal Shanahan made Matt Ryan, and he was an MVP under Cal Shanahan. Why can't he do that now? I about to say, and like I said, I'm finna say this in a respectful way. Um, why isn't Jimmy Garoppolo an MVP if that's the case? Because if this Shanahan offense is what made Matt Ryan, Garoppolo should be an MVP right now. You have, to remember, you have to remember, this guy done went through four or five offensive coordinators in his career. Most of your elite quarterbacks that y'all were saying were elite have had one system 10-plus years. Now, and then, like I said, the, the those type of fans right there, they're usually the fans that call us dumb. They call us stupid because we defend Matt Ryan and what he does. Like I said, I wish he did better. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's more than Matt Ryan could have did. And that's how any other fan, Falcon fan, would say it. But at the end of the day, he doesn't miss games. Like I said, you can't be a bum if you, if if you top. like I said, we're going to use this as stats because we have to remember hall of fame is all about stats. It's not about your know, image and that it's all about the stats. Mm-hmm. That you know. Cause if it's all about image and stuff, Matt Ryan will be on the bottom of the tone pole because he, he, he doesn't have commercials. He doesn't stand out. He's, like I said, if you look at that Lakers dynasty in the '80s, Matt Ryan is Kurt Rambis. Oh, uh, yeah, he's Kurt yeah. Rambis. Like I said, Kurt Rambis don't know didn't nobody give a fuck about Kurt Rambis. But mm-hmm. Anthony Johnson told you in the interview, if it wasn't for Kurt Rambis, this team wouldn't be what it was now. When they this team wouldn't be without the championships because that's the lunch pail guy. So. My thing is, okay, yeah, Lakers won championships, bro. But uh, I, I'm gonna have to put this guy on here because, like I said, and like I said, I'm gonna respectfully say this right here. Like I said, just say, just say you hate Matt Ryan's guts because you, the, uh, like I said, Mike, and I, like I said, I know you haven't really saw the chat like that, but this dude really has a problem with you. I'm to just be real with you. Hey man, like before, before you but get him, I let don't me get even him. know <laughs> who who got a problem with me. What,
0: what's his name? Bro, what, what's his name?
1: But but at the end of the day, like I said, the type of fans like this are the type of fans that sets <laughs> a bad example for guys that might want to oh, play. Man. That, that like say that like when it comes to free you have to remember, free agency, a lot of these players look at the fan base too. That That's one, one aspect nobody really talks about. They look at fan bases. But the thing about it is you set a bad example. Like I said, you might, like I said, with this fan base, I'm surprised anybody want to play in Atlanta because of this because you have guys that have been loyal to it like i said you may say okay he hasn't won as much as you want him to win but i look at the detroit fan base for example matt stafford ain't won a playoff game yet and i don't even hear this type of hate that Matt ryan gets i hear phillip rivers phillip rivers in san diego was beloved They ain't even won an AFC championship game. But the thing about it is, if I was Matt Ryan, be honest with you, if I was Matt Ryan, I'll want out of Atlanta, to be honest with you. Because if I was Julio Jones, I want out of Atlanta. If I was Grady Jerry, I would want out of Atlanta too. Because it said Matt, hold on. He said Matthew. Get,
0: get that fucking idiot off my motherfucking channel. Get that fucking dumbass off. <laughs> I ain't got time for that dumbass shit. Like, let's like, right? look, man. Yeah, he's my man. Just get him off, man. He's yeah, just get that dude off here, man. Like, I, I ain't got time for that. Like, that's what we don't do here. Yeah, I respect everybody's opinion. You know, Sean Jones is like one. Sean Gomes and Sean Jones, both of those guys are notorious for being anti Matt Ryan guys, but they still show respect. It's all about respect here, dog. This is what we do here. We show each other respect for our opinions. Don't be disrespectful. Exactly. So, if you're going to continue to be disrespectful, you just got to go. This is not the platform for you. You can go to Twitter with that. You can go to Reddit. You can go to Facebook. Facebook got a thousand damn. Go to Atlanta bird Gang. Those are your people. Go there and hang out there. But you ain't coming here. Excuse me, dude. But go go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: i to crush their dreams real quick. So, y'all know how I feel about Matt Ryan. I made a whole if y'all go back on my channel like a year ago, I did like an hour long video talking about Matt Ryan. I went back and forth with my cousin. He's a Dallas Cowboys fan. He was saying that Tony Romo was better than Matt Ryan. And I was like, come on. dude! Like, what had this man done? And I feel like the biggest problem and I'm going to go to basketball for a second. I think the biggest problem with Matt Ryan haters, the first thing they'll say is, well, Matt Ryan doesn't have a ring. That doesn't mean anything for the individual player. It's just like when Michael Jordan was losing to the Pistons and losing to better teams. He was losing to the Celtics when they had Bird, uh, Parrish, McHale. They were a better team. But it was nobody in a right frame of mind that was going to say Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars were better players than Michael Jordan, player for player. And that's the player. And that's the problem that I have with people that consistently say, Well, Matt Ryan doesn't have any rings. That's a team accomplishment. Winning rings, and that's the reason why I don't call Tom Brady to go. Because he played with a a great team. The Patriots was a great organization as a whole. He played with great defense, great coaching, great special teams, great players around him, great running game. Like, it's, it's a lot that goes into that. And that's what the biggest problem with the haters. The first thing, the only thing they really can say about Matt Ryan is he doesn't have a ring. And that was the main reason, y'all know I'm a huge LeBron James fan. That was the main reason LeBron left Cleveland the first time because I feel like if LeBron never leaves Cleveland, that first go round goes and plays in Miami, he probably never never wins a ring. And the reason why is he because he couldn't get big name players to want to come play in Cleveland. LeBron tried uh-huh. to recruit guys, but it's a small market. Nobody wants to play in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Oh, they could never get another star like a Dwayne Wade, a Chris Bosh, the one to play in Cleveland. It was nobody in their right frame of mind that thought that any of those players on the Celtics, uh Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, did anybody in their right mind think that one of those guys on that roster was better than LeBron James when they were beaten? No. They played for better teams. <laughs> it's the same thing right. with that <laughs> you just own the Falcons. If you put Matt Ryan on another another team, put Matt Ryan on the Patriots with Bill Belichick coaching. Put, put him Matt Ryan, on the
0: Rams. The Rams exactly. would be two thousand Super Bowl champions right now if we had Matt Ryan. It would have scored exactly. more than three points Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly.
2: Put Matt Ryan on the Saints. Like a lot of people always have this comparison: Drew Brees or Matt Ryan. Ooh, put Matt man. Ryan with a great offensive mind like Sean Payton for his whole career. Because what people don't realize. He's in this one system. Uh, Drew Brees has been that one system. Other than when he was in San Diego, he's been been with the Saints. He's been in that one system the whole time. Same thing with Tom Brady. He was in that one system in New England. He didn't have four and five different offensive coordinators. Coaching matters, and that's why we talk about this on this channel. Another thing, and I don't know if K-Styles can find it for me real quick because I know he likes pulling up stats. I went and looked up Matt Ryan's stats for his career. And one of the things that's alarming, that's alarming to me, go look at how many times Matt Ryan has been sacked the last three years. As you get older, uh, we should be protecting Matt Ryan. He's been sacked more in the later half of his career. He's been sacked 40-plus times the last three years. He's been one of the sack—the most sacked quarterbacks, and that's the problem I have with Dirk Cutter. Everybody that says you guys are Matt Ryan, uh, Ryan Knights, whatever y'all want to call us, you go if he once he pulled up this stat, you're going to see what I'm talking about Of why Matt Ryan has struggled. And it's really it really is not him necessarily struggling him being sacked over and over and over again. Early in his career, when he had a running game, when he had Michael Turner, when we actually had a, a great offensive line that protected him and we were balanced on offense. We were one of the best offenses in the league. Now that we went back mm-hmm. to dirt Cutter and it's all about pass, pass, pass. Let's throw the ball down the field matt ryan has been one of the most sacked quarterbacks He's been abused and that's the problem that i have with Dirk cutter and this is the problem that a lot of the fans they don't go and look at the stats they don't go and research if you go do your research you'll see why the falcons are struggling why the falcons continue year after year have the same issues we talk about the falcons being soft and that it's a culture issue well this is the problem we're not balanced and that's the problem with the whole matt ryan you have to separate the player from the organization. You can't just lump Matt Ryan with the Falcons and say, okay, well, he hasn't won a championship. Well, let's explain why he hasn't won a championship, because it's reasons behind it, not just because, okay, it's Matt Ryan. It's his fault, because if you look at Matt Ryan's stats, he's not throwing a bunch of picks. He's not the reason that we're losing these games. Go pull up Matt Ryan's stats for, for this year. He's top top five in passing this year. I think he's fourth in passing on the, on the season. So, if he's fourth in passing yards, and if you go look up his QBR, if you go look up his completion rating, I think his completion rating is, is like 66%, something crazy like that. If you're over 60% completion rating, you're a good quarterback. He's almost at 70% completion rating. As much as we throw the ball, and we're not even a, as uh, unbalanced as we are, you would think that his, his completion rating will be way less because teams know we're throwing the ball and he's still completing all of these passes. So this is, what, this is our point. This is what the fans have to go and look at. Do your research. Don't just state, like I've, I've seen the video and I know what Mike was referring to when he was talking about a lot of us as content creators, we're not being responsible. What we're doing is we're watching ESPN, we're watching these big networks that say, well, since the Falcons lost, it's Matt Ryan's fault. Did you watch the full game? Because a lot of these guys that are analysts and things of that nature, they're not going back and breaking down these games and actually watching the full game. They're watching five and ten games at a time, so they're watching highlights. It's one thing to watch somebody's highlight and to watch the full game and break down the film. Matt Ryan, he's only had, this season to me, Matt Ryan only had two bad games this season out of a 16-game schedule or 15 games played so far. The game against the L.A. Chargers, and then the game he had a, a bad interception against the Panthers, if you guys remember, where he threw that bad interception. I think he tried to throw it to Russell Gage, where it kind of was just like a bad pass, and it was really like we would have scored that touchdown. That would have put us – I think we would have took the lead in that game, that first time that we played Carolina. Other
1: than those two games, Matt Ryan is balled out. Go ahead, K-Styles. I'll see you. All right. I about to say we got a super chat from Sean Jones here. Um, he basically said, y'all know I love you guys and I love your show, but you know I got to get on Matt Ryan when he's not playing good. And that right there, like I said, you have to get on, like I said, if you talk about guys that don't play good in certain games, that's understandable. We understand that. But the thing about it is when you start talking about beta male as in you're basically calling him a bitch. In the nice term, you call him a bitch. Like I said, that's like I said, if you if if it's something that you won't say in somebody's face personally. That's something that you don't need to say. Because right. like and and I know I know who you talking about, Mike. I seen what I seen it earlier. But the thing is, you come up to these football players and you start talking the type of trash like that, these football That's players incredible. are liable to whoop your ass. I'm just gonna keep it real. And um Jew, you said pull up the stats of how many times he has been sacked. Um, hold on. I'm, I want to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share screen this so people can see what, what what I'm looking at for this season. All right. Okay. We're looking at... God yeah, damn it. All right. I got this bootleg ass pew. So, mind me. <laughs> okay. So, if I move... Damn it. Come on. So... We're going to high Okay. Where well, you see where it's highlighted at? You see where my cursor is at? Right. Okay. So, how long we done had Dirt Cutter? Like, what, what was the years we had Dirt Cutter's offense? Uh, 2019.
2: 2019. Yeah. 2019.
1: 2019. 2020, he done got set 88 times in two seasons.
0: Come on, bro. 88 Come
1: times. 88? 88 times. 88 times in two seasons. And what and what was the years we had beforehand? With Before, their, I think, uh, I know it was 2012, I think 2011 and 2010, if I'm not mistaken. 10, 11, 12, and 13? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so we can go ahead and we can look at – hold on. I. Okay, here we go. So – We're looking at 28, 44, 31, and 30. So this dude then got sacked almost 200 times in five years with Dirt Cutter. Oh, my goodness. And if you look at the numbers, all of the ones that are the high numbers in the
2: 40s, those are all Dirt Cutter. 44, way up there, 42, 48, and 40.
0: Yeah, that's that's bad. And another interesting thing uh, that I, I see now when I'm looking at the numbers um, the sack numbers. I know a lot of people think that mobile quarterbacks um, kind of saved Um, uh, But mobile quarterbacks, uh, I'm just going to give you guys the sack numbers just from the, uh, this season. Um, you look at the son, Watson. The son, Watson, has been sacked 45 times. Um, this is another mobile quarterback, Russell Wilson. He's been sacked 45 times. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, I don't think he's necessarily a pocket quarterback. I think he's he's in the same category as Matt Ryan. But Daniel Jones is another guy who is a mobile quarterback. He's been sacked fifty-two times, um, forty-three times. Excuse me, forty-three times. These are mobile quarterback. Carson Wentz is another guy. He's been sacked fifty freaking times. So when you look at the numbers, all all you guys like to say that, you know, that a lot of like mobile quarterback being able to run saves you, it, it doesn't. We just proved it yet again. You guys, we always talk about stat being stat Ryan, stat Ryan, stat Ryan. Well, the guys that you call the best um and if he can run, he can run out of you know, pressure. Well, we just pretty much proven that to be false. Like I said, the mobile quarterbacks that you guys are worshiping right now, these guys have been sacked more times than Matt Ryan. Let me say that again. The mobile quarterbacks that you guys worship, Russell Wilson, everybody knows uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, who's a mobile quarterback himself, they have been sacked more times than Matt Ryan so what what does that tell you? what did that tell you dude?
2: I always say I've been saying it we've been saying it on our channel. all the three of us been saying it like it's the play call you if you go and pull up if you pull those numbers back up when Kyle Shanahan was here, even when early on when Mike Marlarke was here, we were balanced like I think that first season they said he only he was only sacked 17 times his rookie season. It's a huge difference from 17 to 40 sacks, 48 sacks in a season. That's a huge difference, and what that tells me is we're not even attempting to run the football. It's not that mm-hmm. we're not successful. We don't even try to run the football. That's what that tells me, and that's play calling, and Mike knows that I've been saying this all year long. I, I love me some Carson, uh, Carson Wentz. I really feel like the problem yes. in Philly is the same problem that we have here in Atlanta. Doug Peterson, Wants to throw the ball all over the yard. He doesn't want to use his running game. The year that they won, if you pull up Carson Wentz's numbers in 2017, the Eagles were the number one rushing team in the league when they won the Super Bowl. The number one rushing team. That's the reason why they were able to win the Super Bowl, because they were physical. They literally beat us with Nick Foles doing RPOs the whole game and running the ball. Jay Ajahi, LeGarrett Blunt, they basically just out-physicaled us and out-physicaled everybody. They went and beat the New England Patriots and dropped, what, 40-something points in the Super Bowl, running RPOs and running the football. That shows you. If you're the more, more physical team, they roughed Tom Brady up, got after him in the trenches, and they ran the football, and they won a the Super Bowl doing just that. So the Falcons need to look at that blueprint and do the same exact thing. Like I said, it's just these, these offensive coordinators are just super cocky. They want to do it their way, and that's why we're struggling. That's point blank in the period. And I'm going to continue to defend Matt Ryan to the ends of the earth because we can see we can see just by the numbers, when we just pulled up the numbers, numbers don't lie. The numbers show it. When you're sacked 40-something times since Dirk Cutter's been back here, that's play calling. That has nothing to do with Matt Ryan holding on to the ball too long. When the number jumped from 20-something sack to 40, almost 50 sacks in a season, that's a difference of 20 sacks. So you're telling me Matt Ryan every game, it's holding the ball too long. And if that's the case, he's holding the ball because nobody's open. So that means you're not creative. That's what that means. That's not Matt Ryan. He's holding on to the ball because what y'all going to do? If he throw an interception, then what are they going to say, Mike? Matt Ryan sucks. He's throwing the ball in the double coverage. Well, nobody's open. We clearly pulled up. I've seen on Twitter where they pulled up that one play when those two wide receivers were out there running. It was nobody open. Matt Ryan sitting there holding the ball. And they're like, well, he could have ran 10 yards. That's. That's besides the point. The point is, I'll say Matt Ryan's holding on to the ball. It's nobody open. Like, where's he going to throw the football? You can't throw the ball away every single play. So I don't know what they want Matt Ryan to do, really. I don't know what they want from Matt Ryan at this point. I don't know what they want. I mean, we've given them the numbers. We've given them the stats. We've given them the facts. I think we need to do a whole film session on Friday night when Big Low do it, where he can just break down, just show him plays where nobody's open. These guys are just running the same exact routes over and over.
0: Nobody's over. Yeah, we're definitely on it. Uh, I'm, I'm, as a matter of fact, uh, I'm thinking about doing a film breakdown with that, but I've I've done a video with Dirt Cutter's breakdown. If you guys want to check that out, I would definitely put that in Um, uh, his rock concepts. I would put that video in the community tab. So you guys, look, everything that we're saying right now, we actually back up with these the facts and the film this is why you guys didn't turn on tune in to coach low on friday we are giving you the
1: opportunity
0: we giving you the opportunity to see it for yourself and not just take our word for it these are the
2: facts i want to cut in too mike really quick when we do our breakdown if you end up doing a film study what i would like coach lowe to do if he can uh Get some clips from Shanahan in 2016, and then Dirt Cutter, so they can see the difference. Because I think the biggest problem with these fans, they're not seeing the difference. You know what I'm okay. saying? They're not seeing the difference on film. But if you could show them on film the difference, the creativity, then they will probably be able to see. Okay, what we're you talking what? about? Is not running wide open.
0: I'm glad you said that because that was a project, and I just totally forgot on. All... <laughs> I forgot about it, man. <laughs> I forgot about that project. I'm gonna write that down, and I'm definitely getting down that. We're gonna make sure he gets that, uh, as well as um. You got some questions? They got some questions. In that case style. Um, comments. Some questions or comments you want to um uh, kind of speak on. Um,
1: this is this is Q and A, lot. This is a Q&A I see, session. Right I mean, I, I see a couple of them here. Um. Uh let's see what did this was said. It said when Shannon, well, okay, Reggie C2K said when Shannon was here, he got the ball out of his hand more quicker. But that's how that's what that offense. that offense is determined to get that ball out the quarterback's hand quick. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what the West Coast offense is about. It's about mm-hmm. getting the ball out the quarterback's hand in less than three seconds. See, the thing is, I think what a lot of people don't really see is here, see this dirt cutter offense is really kind of like a deep passing offense. Yeah. What we always said, Matt Ryan's strength was was the play action game, and and the yeah. short passing game.
0: Yeah, short intermediate route. That's that's what he's always been. He's never been a he's yeah. he's
1: had an a, a okay arm. He can throw the ball deep, but that's yeah. not his strength. Yeah. So, like I said, it, like that—that's what we're talking about as far as you having two different philosophies as far as quarterback and offensive coordinator. That does not fit well. See, like I said, and I'm a, and I'm a name quarterbacks that you may that that you'll say, well, at least they won Super Bowls. If you look at Drew Brees, Drew Brees' game is quick passes, let the wide receivers do their job. Um.
0: Tom Brady been doing
1: that for twenty years. Twenty now, years. Aaron, now Aaron Rodgers is kind of a rare breed because he takes shots like a mother. But the he's thing, in the right is, he's, he's in the West Coast offense. He's in West Coast offense. His
0: arm does the deep throw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. But the but like I said, like I said, we go. We can all agree right here at us as the heavy hitters to say, Matt Ryan could be a little better. That I'm just saying as far as as a quarterback in general, we can say he could be better, but you have to have the right system for him to be better. See, Kyle Shanahan's system is friendly to any quarterback. Exactly. Because you can boot out, move the pocket, you take that rush away, and you can throw quick passes. That's what that Kyle Shanahan offense is about. It's about quick passes. Moving the pocket to the outside to get away from the rush.
0: And it doesn't need explosive receivers for that offense to be um to be uh productive. Like he gets it out. That that offense is predicated, it's just on um taking advantage of the defense. You can't cover everything. That's 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 he knows that. So that's why he does crossing rounds. He has running backs coming out, he has full backs going out the You don't know what's coming. That's the beautiful thing about the West Coast offense. Don't have to be a, have a talented arm as long as you can read a defense as a quarterback. I mean, you looking at right now. I mean, you you go back. Um, you go back to '16. The Falcons had Jacob Tamme and Levine Toilolo, bro. We're talking about Jacob Tamme and Levine Toilolo. Let me say that again. Jacob Tamme. And Levine Tololo, none of those those guys couldn't run a 4-8, okay? Their guys were slow as dirt, and yet he got production out of them. Exactly. It's all about getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands so he doesn't take unnecessary hits. That's the issue. It's all scheme, bro. You can't win without the proper scheme and protecting your players.
1: But, but here's a comment that I want y'all to kind of tackle. I'm going to tackle it first. Uh, mm-hmm. point where it says Dirk is not telling Ryan to hold on the ball that long. That's on Ryan. See here, here here's why I'm going to have to disagree. And I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on this one. It's because if you actually look at the routes that are ran for some of these plays, um, You can't get in it, like I said. If if he got rid of it in the way that he was that y'all think he'll get rid of it, it'll be damn near intentional ground in every play, because you have to. Like I said, I understand that everybody kind of wants that mobile quarterback that can run and get yardage on a dime, but the one thing about those quarterbacks is those quarterbacks are susceptible to getting hurt quicker. Exactly. The, the, the defenders looking at these quarterbacks running, they're gonna want to tear his head off. Why do you think Russell Wilson stopped running like that? Uh-huh. We heard about Lamar Jackson running as often as he did last year. Exactly. So, like I said, you can have a mobile quarterback. Like I said, if you like I said, if you have a quarterback that can get yardage when it's necessary. But you have to remember this is a pocket quarterback. So we can't expect the pocket quarterback to be a running quarterback. Because you gotta think about it. As a quarterback, you have to get the get rid of the ball in less than three seconds. Once that three second clock is up, it's all games here. And mm-hmm. if you ain't got no receiver that's open in them three seconds, but you kind of have what I call a mush rush, especially with these D ends and these D tackles, yeah. that's that's going to kind of hold Matt Ryan in that pocket like that. He can't really get rid of it like he wants to. Because he's to intercepted, or he's going to get an intentional ground. And that you're talking about five yards and a loss of down. So would you rather? So, and if he takes sacks, that's too much. That that's going to be a pounding on him. So. The thing is, you either gonna get an intentional ground and lose a yard, lose a down, throw an interception, or get sacked. Now, if it was one of the if it was one of these offenses that where they move the pocket to the outside, like the Shanahan offense, then mm-hmm. that may have a little bit more to work with. But if this is more of like a deep because this is a deep shot offense. Remember, this is the same offense Tampa Bay ran in. Three to four years where James Winston led the NFL in turnovers. And that's interceptions and fumbles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like I said, you can't you can't ask a pocket quarterback to be a Michael. You, you can't ask a pocket quarterback to be a Russell Wilson.
0: Michael Vick wasn't even good at what he was doing.
1: He was just mad. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, he wasn't
0: good at it being his sacks.
2: Well, I say this too, Mike. If Michael Vick was playing in today's game, the athletes now are much better than what Michael Vick was playing against. Yeah, they were. If he got out the pocket now, Montez Montez sweating these guys like that. Chase Young yeah. is hunting Woo, him yeah. down. That he ain't he ain't running for like how he was getting those 50 yard touchdowns and stuff like that. Ask Lamar Jackson about these athletes now. where you got these defensive ends that play power forward in college and they're not fat boys. These guys are, fast as, are faster than your quarterback, faster than your wide receiver. They're like dang near Julio Jones lining up at defensive end. Look at Chase Young. Go look at Chase Young's Ooh, combine. Boy. That dude is not a fat dude. He's boy, not so slow. Man. A lot of these guys that you're looking at, Dante Fowler is not slow. Uh, Tap McKinley, Big Beasley, those guys were not slow. That's the reason why, uh, the reason why Dan Quinn fell in love with him. These guys mm-hmm. are athletes. You see Foyer and pick that ball off and look like a... Oh, a my God. Ball in his hand, duking guys. Like, these guys is not slow. So, all of that thinking, if we have a, a, a running quarterback, they can escape and, you know, escape all of these pass rushes and escape the sack. No, that's scheme. And that's what Styles uh jumped right into it before I could actually get to it. Talking about Kyle Shanahan, where if you're doing those bootlegs, when in 2016, when Matt Ryan would get in trouble, if you're in the, doing a bootleg, you're already outside of the pocket, so you can throw the ball away. A lot of these plays, these five and seven step drops, these play action shots that we're taking down the field, Matt Ryan is in the middle of. He's faking the play action, and he's dropping back five to seven yards. He's still inside the tackle box, meaning if he throws it away, it's automatic potential ground. So he doesn't. And to be honest, how many times have we seen this year Matt Ryan actually escape the rush? and run for a touchdown against Carolina, 20-plus yard touchdown. Bootleg out and run for 10 yards. It's not like Matt Ryan is not athletic. He's not Michael Vick, but he's still athletic and he's mobile enough. Like K-Style says, he's a pocket passer. He is a pocket passer, but he can get out of harm's way. He's he's very good at getting out getting out of harm's way. I just think we want to see the elite athlete like a Kyler Murray. But what happened to Kyler mm-hmm. Murray when he got to run? He got hurt. Right now, Kyler Murray is hurt. He hurt his shoulder because what he was doing, running. Mm Running. So that's what I'm saying. So that's not the end-all, be-all. Is running. The scheme is what the end-all, be-all is. We had a better scheme, and if we actually had a running game where we're not so predictable, because if you guys remember in this last game, I think it was right after Foye Luan Khan got that interception, we threw the ball three straight times. The first play was a jumbo set, two guys, two wide receivers out, tried to take a deep shot. Matt Ryan got sacked. It's plays like that, those negative plays that have been killing the Falcons all season long. One thing that I've loved that I've seen over these last couple games how many times have we seen Matt Ryan on first down do a play action pass and throw it in the flat to Keith Smith? He gets five to seven yards, easy, wide open, because he's getting the ball out quick, out of his hands. And if you were listening to the broadcaster, they said it multiple times Moose, Moose Johnson, Johnson. is the easiest passing football. That flat, that, that fullback's going to be open every single time. Nobody's covering him out of the flat. It was even one play where he bootlegged out and Calvin Ridley came backside and ran and was wide open on the bootleg. So it's plays like that that we're not seeing that Matt Ryan is best when we get the ball out of his hands, get the ball into the athlete's hands and let them do the work. A lot of mm-hmm. these schemes that we're seeing, their cutters having Matt Ryan hold on to the football, take five and seven, uh, seven step drops, and that's when the sacks come because the offensive line can't hold up. A lot of these teams, like the Saints, that sacked Matt Ryan that first time, like what eight times? Those are the type of the, the type of uh, issues that Matt Ryan in situations that Matt Ryan has been put in. It makes him look bad as a quarterback. But we can't see when you're watching this, the, the TV version. We can't see the guys downfield that's covered. It's a reason why Matt really? Ryan's just sitting there patting the ball. And then when they reverse the screen and show the 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 real screen where we can see all the wide receivers nine times out of ten, it's nobody over which means it
0: was a we give you guys with film breakdowns here at AFN. This is the verse. this is why I do these, these breakdowns. So everybody can see the field and, and it's, it, how they see it um, as a, an announcer. And this is why these announcers are saying these things doing, um, doing the game. Um, k styles, you want to go in there before I go?
1: Uh, I was gonna get into this comment by Wallace Smith. He mm-hmm. was saying he was getting sacked 45 to 47 times a season. Um, yes, he was, but you have to think about it, about 65% of those sacks was because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Michael Vick was definitely like he's exciting, he could run for those Jardins, but he kind of had that Barry Sanders mentality as far as mm-hmm. I was- Try to make something out of nothing and he ended up taking sacks that were 15 plus 20 plus yards because he was trying I'm to sure make something. happen. So you have to remember Michael Vick was a one read and run quarterback, which was if Algie Crumpler was not open, he was going to look to run. Now you may have said there were certain games that, okay, he may, may looked at his progression, like I said, that's why we give the credit to Andy Reid, because Andy Reid knows how to work with these quarterbacks and know how mm-hmm. to get the best out of them. See, the problem with Michael Vick in Atlanta was outside of Dan Reeves, he had Jim Moore Jr., who really doesn't give a fuck about Ooh. developing nobody. And that's what we got to give Arthur Blank, kind of like the side-eye part of Michael Vick's development, was because like I said, every like I said, and I'll say me included. Everybody in Atlanta ate up Michael Vick running the ball. That two thousand two game against the Vikings made him a lot of money, made Atlanta a lot of money when he ran that ball against the Vikings in overtime. So when they saw Michael Vick running, that was like a cash cow right there. So uh-huh. Dan Reeves wanted more of a more out of him, so they fired Dan Reeves and brought. Um, Jim Moore Jr. because Jim Moore Jr. was going to tell Michael Vick, hey, do what the fuck you want to do. You can run it. I don't care. You ain't got to know the playbook if you don't see mm-hmm. it. Just run. And Michael Vick missed games because of that because he would try to make a play so much, sometimes he you would see him limping. Now, with Matt Ryan, on the like I said, he is a pocket quarterback. He's not going to run like that. Mm-hmm. There are some plays where if it's five yards and it's open, I would like to see him run as well. I will agree with that. But at the same time, you have to think he's trying to make a play downfield as well. I think any quarterback that, like especially in today's NFL, like I said, them five-yard runs are not guaranteed, even if they're wide open. hmm Lamar Jackson Jackson can run his ass off. I will admit that. He has 900 rushing yards right now. See, but the problem with Lamar Jackson right now is when it comes to the playoff, these defenses already have a game for him. You can look at the last two playoff games, Lamar Jackson, he's had no impact on the Baltimore Ravens at all. Um. Let's see. Okay, I, I'm looking at Dwayne Harris again, he's coming in with some more shit. Um, Hold on. I saw he's basically saying uh, Julio Jones is the only wide receiver he can trust. I mean, shit. Like he said.
0: Hey. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't really agree with that. I think he trusts all his receivers. They wouldn't be on the roster if he didn't trust them. I think it's more so but you have to put these guys in a position to make plays, and um this is something that i i I deliberately made these film breakdowns because of the the questions and the comments that you guys were given. Why is Matt Ryan patting the ball so much? Well, because the freaking route concepts are just they don't make any sense sometimes like we still seeing the same stuff today. we got two or three we had like three i men case I talking about this. We had three receivers running same routes in the same area. And I don't know how the hell Matt Ryan still uh, got the ball in. To uh, I believe it was um, Stalker. He mm-hmm. fit the ball in the Stalker. Mm-hmm. Three receivers in the exact same vicinity. These are the things we're talking about. You got to have a better game plan, better route concepts with these guys. And this this is what Dirk Cutter doesn't understand. This is not 1999 anymore, okay? This is not 1999 when you, what the Jacksonville Jaguars or whatever year it was, 2000, early 2000. This is not how it works. You have to have a legit plan to attack the uh, offense, whether it's the uh, uh, attack the defense, whether it's from the, the running game, Or the passing game. you got to set up plays. And this is a concept he's yet to understand. He's yet to understand. He doesn't care about that. All he cares about, my quarterback is extremely good. I have Calvin Ridley. I have Julio Jones. We're going to make it work. And yes, a lot of the time it does work. But you can't live on that with good teams. You can't live on that. These are very good teams that we're losing to. These are very good defenses. They're going to figure you out. This is the NFL. These guys are the best of the best in college, the best of the best. They're going to figure you out. So that, that's the issue that I have.
1: Okay. So I also have a question, too. I'm going to let you hit on this question as well, but this is not a question that's in the comment, It's especially for a couple guys that's in the comments, Jerome, Jermaine Scobie and Dwayne Harris. Like I said, I understand y'all are Saints fans, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, like I said, well, as we know, the Saints have won this division four years in a row, right? Am I, am I correct? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, so what was the changing point for the Saints to win this division four years in a row?
0: Boom, boom, D5, mm, mm, D5,
1: D5 mm, mm, in a running game. There you go. That's what we we're talking about. Defense in a running game. Like I said, once the, once the Saints made that cultural change that we're going to be physical and we're not going to, like I said, Drew Brees going to throw for his yard, but we're not going to rely solely on him to throw 50 times a game. That's when the Saints have dominated this division. That's how Carolina was when they dominated division in the early 2010s. Three in a oh. row,
2: three championships,
1: NFC championships, yeah. uh, South Championships. Yeah. So yeah, so like you said, we we can talk about we need a new quarterback or we need to draft a new quarterback, get rid of Matt Ryan, his era is over. But the thing is, if your team, like I said, cult the the culture of a team changes when you change the trenches and the defense. Am I right? I I not want to make sure I'm right. Yeah. I know, I know yeah. some of these folks, I know some of these folks think we dumb as hell as far as talking football. I just want to make sure I'm right. Yeah, we 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 you're know right. what we talk- yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We, we don't, don't know, know what we're talking about. So we're, we're just talking about <laughs> the
2: side we're of all that. About, We point eleven. We don't know what we're talking about, but we still point yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Woo!
1: But, okay. But yeah, like I said, like that that's why I said I give the Saints the credit when they change the culture from a finesse. Offensive team where Drew Brees was throwing the ball five thousand yards a season, and went to more of a defensive style. Started getting running backs that complement so each other.
0: That made that. he passed the ball five thousand yards three times in a row, and those guys went seven and nine three times in a row. Seven and nine. Who it sound like? Who that seven and nine record sound Woo!
2: like?
1: Sound like the Atlanta Falcons the they last sound two seasons. Like- Okay. So um so Ju, so I want you I want to get your take on on kind of that hot topic right there. Hey, I agree with you.
2: We've been saying it all year long. Y'all know I love the defensive line. I love the trenches. Like when I was younger, you know, when you were younger as a kid, you watch, you see the receivers, you see all of the uh the running backs and stuff like that, the wide receivers. Um personally, cornerback is my favorite position to watch. Um, prime time, Deion Sanders was my uh, first favorite player, and he is my favorite player of all time in NFL history. So I always loved defensive backs. But as I got older, I started to pay attention to the trenches and started to pay attention to teams that won all the time. And I noticed that the teams that had that were physical, that had the defensive linemen, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, you know, with Joy Porters back in the day, James Ferriers, the physical guys, the Casey Hamptons of the world, those guys back in the day, even if you want to look at New England, the Vince Wilford in the, in the trenches, those, those teams won all the time. The Richard Seymours, like those guys, were, those were the teams that won consistently in the trenches. Even if you look at any team you want to look at that consistently wins, the Baltimore Ravens, the trenches is always right. On defense, they always have big guys in the trenches. They're always a physical team, no matter who's been their quarterback, no matter who's been their head coach. And that's the problem with Atlanta. Like, we need to be more physical. When Like, you talked about it. In our division, Carolina, when they were dominating, they had Cam Newton. They had um, Jonathan Stewart running the football. Uh, what's oh, the other God. kid they had? Um, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Williams running the football. Mike Tolbert running the football. You know, Cam Newton running the football. And then they had the, the trenches was right. Front seven was right. Lou Keekley. Uh, Davis at uh, as the other tandem linebacker, and then they had in the middle KK short K1 short mucking up everything in the middle. Star- don't forget, Star Latour Louis, yeah. Oh, Star Toy Louis. But they had guys that look, we don't even, these guys are no game players, but they were physical, they dominated, they almost went undefeated. If it weren't for us beating them in that last game, they went 15 and one. They, they Super Bowl year, but that just shows you like. The culture in Atlanta just has to change. I know we're an offensive team. We like to throw the ball down the field. and You can still be an offensive team because when I think about the Saints, to me, the Saints are still not a defensive team. Their identity first thing you mentioned the Saints, you mentioned Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and Alvin Kamara. Those are the first three players that come out of everybody's mouth. They don't mention nothing about uh, Cam Jordan. That's not the first person out of it. They don't mention nothing about Yamada. They don't mention nothing about uh demario davis i mean they got some dogs on that defense now don't get me wrong but Absolutely. they're bread and still buttered on that offense and it's the same thing for the Falcons. we don't have to be the 85 bears but what does mike always say what is his favorite line we must get timely stops a defense that get timely stops can win the super bowl the kansas city Chiefs doesn't mm-hmm. have a dominant defense they didn't have a dominant defense last year but they got timely stops mm-hmm. timely turnovers in 2016 We didn't have a dominant defense. We had got Mm -hmm. timely stops, timely turnovers, strips at fumbles by Big Beasley, interceptions by uh, Robert Alford for touchdowns. It was just at the right time, at the right moment. And that's the problem with the Falcons team. We're not getting timely stops. We're not getting timely turnovers. Every time we have a chance at making a timely stop, what happens? A.J. Terrell dropped the Uh, Young Way Koo missed field goal. That's what wins games, and that's what loses games. And every time this season, we haven't made the plays down the stretch games. And that's why I continue to say we don't need to destroy this team. We don't need to tear this roster up. There's nothing wrong with the roster. We need to add a couple of ancillary pieces to go along with what we currently have, keep Matt Ryan, keep Julio Jones, keep Calvin Ridley, and add to the trenches on the offensive line, the defensive line, and add – a decent running back, and add an offensive coordinator that understands balance. If we do those
1: things, we're right back in contention next season. Mm-hmm. And I want to hit this one up, too. The same guy said we hold can't sit to the lowest point of the season. The offense can't score any points. That's one game. We got to look at the whole totality of the season. Not just one game. Not just one game. Mm-hmm. Totality of the season. So, yes, we hold Kansas City to its lowest point total ever in the, well, lowest point total of the season. But what well, we always say, football is any given Sunday.
0: Any given Sunday. Kansas City mm-hmm.
1: played bad. We didn't take advantage. At the end of the day, it's not just Matt Ryan, it's not just, it's the whole team. It's the mentality. It's the mentality that has hurt this team all season by not finishing on plays and finishing plays at the end of the game. I just want to ask something real quick, K-Styles. How do
2: you finish games? Because that's – in the NFL, how do you suppo- – how does good teams finish games? Because that's another problem that will crush this whole debate about Matt Ryan. How do teams finish games? The good teams in the league. How do they
1: finish off games? Finish you off? Um. So, basically, for what my take would be as far as the good teams – like I say, it's coming up with them turnovers when you need it. It's um coming up with that key third down stop when you need it. Like say it again. Say it again. Say it again. That key, say again. Say say again. Hey, that key third down stop that you need. It's um he stops taking advantage of turnovers. I mean, yes, the offense could score more points in the second half if it have to, but the only problem is with that is if the other team is making adjustments and we're not making adjustments, that's not just a quarterback issue. That is a coaching issue. Coach, mm-hmm. like I said, you can have a great team, but if your coaches ain't worth a, ain't worth a damn, like I said, you're basically going to end up with a mediocre team.
2: I like your answer, K Styles, but one of uh, we have a, a friend that's phoning in, and this is the this is the answer that I was looking for. Run the goddamn ball! I'm gonna just say, it. run the ball. That's how you <laughs> act the That's that's how you ice the game away, right there. They're all is So you run the ball, run the ball when run they know the you running it. <laughs> run the ball. We ain't like
0: learned learn learn that yet.
2: That's <laughs> how we lost the Super Bowl. We four, we four years, and this is why I say we were immediate. We Four years later, it's 2016. What cost us to lose that Bowl? We didn't run the ball. We're in 2020, and we still what? We still not running the football. The way that you that's ice better. games, you run the football, and then how do you go and finish them off if it's on defense? You go and sack the quarterback. You go take the football away from them. That's the way that you win games, and that's why this Falcons team, because what do we struggle at doing? What does this Falcons team struggle at doing? Getting after the quarterback, getting sacks, and running the and football.
0: Running
2: the ball, you know? <laughs> that's so why we all be <laughs> That's the reason we losing. So I don't want to hear about it, but if the Falcons had a 50-point lead, but we can't run the ball and we can't sack the quarterback, that don't matter because we ain't going to be able to take the ball away from nobody. So that don't matter. Eventually, you're going to drop a pass because mm-hmm. that's been the problem. Matt mm-hmm. Ryan's not perfect, and the, the wide receivers are not perfect. Calvin Ridley's going to drop a football once in a while. Paul is going to drop a football once in a while. I haven't seen too many running backs drop fumble the football at the towards the end of the game. That's our problem. Mm-hmm. It's that simple? Get out after the quarterback, run the
1: football. That's going to be my new piece to victory. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we hey, hey, we make a T-shirt out of it. Just say, "Run the damn ball." Run the
0: damn ball.
1: <laughs> hey Amen. man. I want y'all to hear the comment right here. This is Wallace Smith. He said, I don't understand why our young fans want to draft a quarterback in the first round and still have the same problems and not fixing the defense.
0: Yeah, that's the issue. That's the issue we're having. We still, like, like Mike, uh, I'm trying to not sneeze, but. Mike, <laughs> I, you I, Mike before you go, Mike, before go you go,
2: what part of. Drafting the quarterback is gonna help us run the football and, and sack the
1: quarterback. Um, um, in some of their cases, um, the quarterback is gonna be the running back and the quarterback, <laughs> the quarterback. Oh man! Well, the quarterback can run the ball. Yeah, but quarterback can't get sacked. Neither. We 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 not put a stat up that said that the Falcons have twenty eight sacks this season. And sixteen of those was from the defensive line. We got twenty some sacks, and we didn't give up forty some sack. Yeah. So yo, right. So that says that your trenches are not there yet. That said, we charm and soft like y'all always say. Let me, let me put this. You said the defensive line got sixteen sacks. Hold on, let me put this up. Charm it is. Soft. Great. They don't even deserve and They just great (laughs) values.
0: They got a great value. (laughs) All right, go ahead, Mike. Just think about this. You just said the defensive line has 16, what, 16, 18 sacks? 16 sacks. 16 sacks. Think about this, and this is going to blow a lot of people's mind when I say this. Vic Beasley had 15 and a half sacks himself in one year. We as a team, as a defensive line,
1: have nine, a – nine defensive linemen that's in the game. that nine defensive linemen that didn't play.
0: Nine. nine. That's absolutely atrocious. And y'all sitting up here talking about we need a quarterback. Come
1: on, bro. Got to stop it. Stop it. Whoa. Ooh, I want y'all to hit this one up too. Ice finesse said this one. Justin Fields is the same as Haskins, the same as Cardell Jones. Ooh. Ooh, that, that that's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings right there. I'm I'm a Georgia boy. I've
0: seen Fields. Um I've seen him make some I haven't really seen him like that's that's what really I'm I'm not even going to say that. I haven't seen enough of out of him as a passer to get any type of feeling whether or not he can be good or bad that's not good at all for any quarterback that's going we're talking about coming out of college i don't know i haven't seen enough film on him as a passer that's Mm -hmm. troubling for a guy that's a junior that's troubling you want a guy that like it's, it's like going You know, going for a job interview, and they ask you, do you have experience in this? Do you have experience here? Um, You say, "Uh, no, I don't really have experience. Then your ass ain't going to get the job. They're not going to get a job to no inexperienced guy. They're going to get a job to a guy with the most credentials who's put in the work, and they've actually seen him do it. Somebody can vouch for him. That's why they got um, what you call referrals. Somebody actually... (laughs) Somebody exactly. actually seen your work, okay? I haven't seen enough. And I'm talking about being a Georgia fan, even at Ohio State. I haven't seen enough from him as a passer to say whether or not he's gonna be a good. I'm not taking the guy that I haven't seen enough of. We're talking about to be a franchise player. Come on, bro. That that's 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 crazy. That's insane.
1: So I got a question. Um so since we're talking about Justin Fields and Ohio State. Um in the NFL, what would you think would be the percentage of snaps that a quarterback has to take under center? They take more under center
2: than they take, depending on what scheme you in. But most of them, unless you're playing for uh the Arizona Cardinals, where they kind of running like a spread under Cliff Kingsbury, a lot of especially here with the Falcons, we take most of all of our snaps on the center, <laughs> to be honest mm-hmm. with you.
1: Yeah, I okay. love when we go a wide. I just looked something up. Ohio State's offense takes snaps under center under twenty five percent of the time.
0: See now, eighty percent, eighty over eighty percent that you're in it, gun. Nah, bro, that ain't gonna work because if you don't have that, you know that hand to hand, comeback and footwork and experience under center. Those are where those keys fumbles come in at hand. Those key fumbles, those key snaps that miss snaps that lead to other, like lead to turnovers. Bro, no,
1: nah, hell no, nah. I'm good on that, bro. Yeah, so that means they're in shotgun almost eighty percent of the time. Eighty percent of the times. That's crazy. No, I'm good. Yeah. Um, so if, so if we're talking about <laughs> the field, that means we're going to have to literally go to that. Cliff Kingsbury office in order for him to succeed. So which means so which means your offensive line is going to have to be smaller than what it is.
0: And another thing, too, another thing that actually gives the defense the um like they give the defense the uh the heads up. They give they give you give them the heads up on you because they know just based on the formations and what his ability? What they've shown in the past, like you know, you're not going to get under it. So guess what? They're going to put out like they're doing to Lamar Jackson right now. All they're doing is just putting corners on. So what? How do the, the Raven What the Ravens are doing now? They just going to big sets, the
1: try. Yeah. Yeah, because all the, physical. Yeah, because all the teams that are winning. Are not in shotgun 80 percent of the time. That mm-hmm. you have to have a running game. I don't give a damn what quarterback you have. You mm-hmm. ain't even. Like I said if your running game is on point, you don't have to get a Justin Field. You don't have to get one of the top quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. If your defense is on point, like I said, and I said this, I said this on the show last night. Um, I'm I'm, I'm just wondering if y'all remember. A certain quarterback, um David Carr, right? I remember. Yeah. Do you remember that first season in Houston with David Carr? He got murdered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he got sacked eighty times. Eighty
0: murdered. times.
1: Damn. <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. He didn't last is... too long either.
1: Oh man. This boy was yeah. dinking and dunking, averaging four yards a pass after that season. <laughs> Traumatized. Yes. So the thing is, like, with a young quarterback, and I, I'm 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 going to reiterate this again, just so I want to make sure that I'm right. I make sure y'all agree with me. and Make sure that I'm saying the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as a young quarterback, if you want, if you have a young quarterback, what are the two things that you that you need for a young quarterback to succeed? Well, three things: a running game. That's always number one. Number one. Solid defense. Number two. And offensive line capable of protecting. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: But if you run the ball, you protect your quarterback automatically. And that's what our fans fail to realize. Like, when you run the the football, you're taking – that's half of those plays that your quarterback will be dropping back. Like, we talked about Matt Ryan having 40-plus sacks and all of this. If you hand the ball – we have Michael Turner. We would hand the ball to Michael Turner 30-plus times a game. 25 30 times a game. That cuts down your sack numbers right there. You can't
1: sack Matt mm-hmm. Ryan if you do not got the football. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. exactly. So I just I just want I just want to make sure I just want to make sure that I, I had the right mindset on thinking on this cuz like you said, if you if you're in a win now mode, a quarterback in the first now is not a win now mode. That's a win down the line mode right there. Mhm. So I just want to make sure. I just I want to make sure now. I, I we I had the right mindset
0: on this. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, we're gonna to get to these. Uh, we're gonna to get to the two point conversion, but I uh, just want to see if everybody in the comment section, man, all everybody that's watching. Um, you got we this is the last call for questions, man. If you guys got something that you want for us to, you know, to speak on real quick. You know, we can do that, but. Um yeah, let's do let's do this two point man. I think um whew. it's been a day, it's been a year. The hell with the day. It's been a year, man. Um You wanna go, K style? Who wanna go? I, I mean I could go. I could definitely. You can go you can go first, man. Dude, I'm ready whenever you whenever you, I'm hey, about to fire off, so
1: hey,
0: <laughs> hey man. Uh I'ma just say this, I'ma reiterate. This is not a Matt Ryan channel, okay? I wanna I wanna make sure you guys understand this. All right, this is a channel for everyone, mostly Atlanta Falcons, because of course we Atlanta Falcons fans. But if you're a Saints fan, or you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, hell if you even damn it, it doesn't matter bucks fan tom brady fan if you guys want to come here and chat football and just you know sit here and have fun and debate with us you're more than welcome but i'm gonna say this also and i'm gonna make this very clear content creators content creators you gotta do better man we gotta do better because we have a lot of people that is watching us and whether you know, people in the comment section, you don't see us as somebody that, you know, is a quote unquote celebrity. You do have, uh, you know, some type of influence over someone. Someone admires you in some type of way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying there's no, you know, weird way, but like somebody admires you in some type of way. You are now responsible, man. So, can't be out here sharing these damn, you know, these these narratives that you know are not true. You know what I'm saying? You putting out all this content out with half truth and most of this stuff is just just made up garbage anyway. No stats, no facts behind it, no truth behind it, no history behind it. You just out here just making content just to piss people off. No respect, no love for you guys, man. And, and, and like I said, man, all this clickbait crap, you're not going to get clickbait from here. You're going to get the absolute truth, whether you like it or not. Matt Ryan haters, you guys are more than welcome. But when you come in here being, you know, calling people names and all that type of stuff, you know, being overly disrespectful, that's when you get blocked from the channel. You know what I'm saying? That's the only time we block people from the channel when you're just being overly disrespectful so everybody is welcome man everybody's welcome here that's pretty much what i have to say um you, I love what you got, man?
2: What y'all got, all right man so first off i want to thank everybody for tuning in like we this is the last game of the season y'all we made it through this rough 2020 season but we continue to you know ride it out with our team we're real fans so, no matter who puts on that jersey, I'm always going to be a Falcons fan. I'm a Falcons fan before I'm a Matt Ryan fan. We, I know we y'all think we talk a lot of trash about uh, Michael Vick, and it's not really us talking trash. We're just giving you guys the stats and the facts. I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan because of Michael Vick. I grew up in the same area in Virginia, uh, the Hampton Roads area, as Michael Vick, and I love Michael Vick. He's the main reason why I became an Atlanta Falcons fan. but I have to keep it real. Matt Ryan is the best quarterback to ever put on this jersey, period. He's broken all of the records. He holds all of the pass touchdown records in Atlanta Falcons history. He's top 10 in passing all time, and he's continuing to break records. So let's just give this man his flowers while he's here, while he's still playing. We, you never know. We all know that football is a dangerous sport. Mm-hmm. Just ask Ryan Shazier of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the wow. linebacker that got injured. Ooh. You can be in here one play, and your career can be over the next play. So let's really respect these guys. You know, all of that beta male stuff, let's stop all of that, you know, talking about how tough players are because half of us couldn't even step between those white lines and play one down. So let's be real, let's keep it real. But I just want to do something real quick. Why, since this became like the Matt Ryan show, since Matt Ryan's getting all of this hate, and since I was talking about your quarterback doesn't make the team, I'm gonna go down the playoff teams, each playoff team, and I want you guys to tell me which one of these quarterbacks is better than Matt Ryan. If the quarterback is better, if it's questionable, I'll give you my opinion, and then I want K-Styles and Mike's opinion. Okay, so I'm in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes. I'll say Pat Mahomes at this point. I'll give I'll give him the edge over Matt Ryan. Been the MVP, I'll give him the edge. What you say, K-Styles?
1: Super Bowl MVP. Like I said, you can't knock them credentials. What you say, Mike?
0: Matt, you Ryan's can't knock it,
1: man. He's, can't knock. Yeah,
0: it. He, he he's the guy right now. Um, no, no, no disrespect to him. He he's definitely playing the best and most but dangerous that's one quarterback. quarterback
2: so far. That's better. Buffalo Bills, Kyle Allen. Is he better than Matt Ryan? I won't say that yet because I haven't seen enough out of Kyle Allen. He's having one good season. He's had a decent season last year. He's had he's having a good season this year, but I need to see more out of him. Matt Ryan's still better than Kyle. Uh. Kyle Allen. What you say, K-Styles? Mm. And I'll put this on it. If Matt Ryan was the Buffalo Bills quarterback and we swapped him out, I still think the Buffalo would still be doing what they're doing with a Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan would do even better in that offense. What say you?
1: Yeah, because that's a more physical offense.
2: So, yeah, that – You that, give Matt Ryan the edge uh, over Kyle Allen? I do. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. How about, okay, I, I don't want to be too long, so I'm gonna keep it short. Ben Roethlisberg, Pittsburgh Steelers. I think at this point,
1: yeah.
2: yeah, at this point, Matt Ryan is way better than Ben Roethlisberger at this point. He just had <laughs> the man that had elbow surgery. Let's be real. This dude had elbow surgery
1: throwing <laughs> pass,
2: exactly. This man was throwing <laughs> tennis balls. Let's be real. Matt Ryan is better than this dude at this point. We don't even have to address that. Do we need to address Tennessee? Ryan Tannehill? Come on, Matt Ryan's better than him. What? What y'all say?
1: My, no, Matt Ryan better.
2: Easy, Ryan yeah. Tannehill. But
1: Tannehill. But, uh, but, what, but what do we what 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 do we say before that that Tennessee had that Atlanta doesn't have? They got Thanos.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: that, but, but hard. Hard. That's
2: all you need to know. A point I'm trying to make really quick Lonnie, now my two minute uh, my two-point conversion is about to be long, it's about to be a 10-point conversion. But <laughs> the point I'm making is we just talked about it. These guys on better teams. They're not better than Matt Ryan, they're just on a better, they're playing for better teams or got better coaches. The Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins. They don't even have a quarterback. They got two quarterbacks in one. They got fist magic yeah. and they got tour. Matt Ryan better than both of them by a mile. In the playoffs. What say you <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Defense off the chain though. Baltimore. Uh Lamar Jackson. Matt Ryan's better than Lamar Jackson. What say you oh, got? Yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't think he's better.
1: Athlete, athlete, Lamar's gonna have him, but as far as the we're talking about pure quarterback, Lamar still got a way to go. And then this
2: is a team that's on the border in the AFC, the Browns. We know he better than Baker Mayfield. So huh, we're not going to have that We're not going <laughs> to have that
1: conversation. He ain't worth it.
2: Let's go to the NFC because this one is going to get interesting. So Green Bay is the number one seed. Green Bay, I give Aaron Rodgers the edge over Matt Ryan. What do you guys?
1: Aaron Rodgers, yeah, definitely.
0: I, I can see that. He's playing much better. Um, yeah, I can say that. Okay,
2: Drew Brees. Matt Ryan better than Drew Brees at this point. Drew nah, Brees can throw the they, ball they. 30 yards with velocity. Let's be real. Matt Ryan got him. <laughs> what say you got? <laughs> uh, that's 50-50 right there. 50-50. Okay. That's 50, 50 right there. But but let's keep it real. So so far, the only quarterbacks we said are better, and this is the whole league we're going down the playoff team. The only team, the only player quarterbacks right now we said are better than Matt Ryan is Pat Mahomes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees is questionable, and that's it so far. Mm-hmm. So that's three quarterbacks. Okay, let's continue. Um, the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson. I give Russell Wilson the edge over Matt yeah, Ryan. I'll What's that you got? I give him the edge. Right, right now, yeah. Right I now. Yeah, right now, yeah. Okay, so that's four quarterbacks so far that we say is better out of 30 some teams in the league. Okay, we know he better than – Alex Smith, the Washington football team. Yeah, easy, only a, yeah. That's easy. Landslide, Matt I mean, Ryan. Tom Brady or Matt Ryan at this point in their career? Matt Ryan, nah, easy. Matt Ryan, easy, easy. K-South? No. Yeah. Uh, easy. So that's only still four quarterbacks is better so far out of the list. And these are playoff teams. So you put – and basically what we're saying, if you swap Matt Ryan on these teams, they're still in the playoffs or even got a better record. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Rams, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan by a landslide. It's not
1: oh, even. Uh, really? I can't say <laughs> <play. laughs> something. I like I said. He he, he he just a play action guy. That's that's all <laughs> I. See. Right. I don't really see no variety in that offense though. That's, that's exactly.
2: And you put Matt Ryan with Sean McVay, it's over. We've seen what he did with Kyle Shanahan. You put him mm-hmm. with him, that's the MVP. That's a that might be a unanimous MVP. Okay. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. The Bears are in the seventh seed right now. Mitchell Trubisky. That's no question.
1: not who is. You got to remember, according to Falcons fans, Mitchell Trubisky is better than Matt Ryan. You have to remember that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Throw that in there. I, I, I want what they smoking. Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then the last team that's still in playoff contention, the Arizona Cardinals. Matt Ryan easy because Kyler Murray, he hasn't been in the league long enough. Still wet behind the ears still smelling like Simulac. Easy, Matt Ryan. So we named four quarterbacks. Now, I don't know what the chat is saying, but four quarterbacks, that's my two-point version. It's only four quarterbacks in the league that we said is better than Matt Ryan. Pat Mahomes, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Russell Wilson, and it was questionable, Drew Brees. I say Matt Ryan's better than Drew Brees at this time because I think now people are living off the legacy of Drew Brees. If you could take one of those quarterbacks now, for the next three years, you're taking Matt Ryan over Drew Brees if you're keeping it 100. And that's my point. That's my two-point conversion is that we're looking at teams and we're saying that Matt Ryan is not a good quarterback. But if I just named all these playoff teams. I didn't even mention the teams that are bottom feeders that will take Matt Ryan in a hot minute, in a hot New York yeah. minute. So these these are – like these playoff teams would trade for Matt Ryan. If we told – Sean McVay, will give you Matt Ryan. You give us Eric Ball. We'll do that in a
0: hot second.
1: Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm I, I about to say San Francisco say they willing to get the whole damn Oh, ball. we know that. <laughs> they, they, remember, they already talking about putting Dan Quinn on that defensive coordinator spot. So. Hey. Y'all can take
2: it. That's, that's, look, I risk my case. I just went through the whole, pretty much the whole league of playoff teams. And we just seen people telling me that Matt Ryan's not a top 10 quarterback. We just said there's only four quarterbacks that even are in the debate to be better than this man. Four. Let's be real. Let's just keep real. it real. Meaning Matt Ryan is a top five talent in this league. So at this point, it's no need to keep debating, keep arguing with these fans. Just respect it. Matt Ryan's going to be here until he retires. Let's just respect it. Let's call a spade a spade. And I'll let uh, Mad Mike take it.
1: God damn, you're going to skip me? God damn. <laughs> but, okay, I'll take it. My fault. All right, all right, you good, man. Because it talking about these men have won Super Bowls, you do remember that a Super Bowl is not an individual achievement.
0: Man, you gotta play defense. Y'all act like you ain't gotta play defense.
1: That's That's not an individual achievement. That is a team achievement, which means the defense is on point for four quarters. That means the offense is on point for Four quarters. That means the coach is on point for four quarters and the special team is on point for four quarters. So
2: Joe so, Flacco got a Bowl. Where's Joe Flacco right
1: now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, in that, so in that case, Joe Flacco is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. Trent Dilfer is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. Um, let's see. Oh, Brad
0: <laughs>
1: I, hold on. I, I got the list over here. I could look at this list right quick. Um, Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They basically say Trent Dilf is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan ever was. <laughs> right. Come on, man. Nick Foles is a better quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> say Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan.
2: <laughs> Nick Foles can't even start up with Mitchell Trubisky. Let's stop playing, man.
1: <laughs> but but I'm gonna go. But on a serious, but on a serious, but funny note, I'm gonna definitely go with this two-point conversion. Um, like I said, we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Like I said, re- regardless of what fan affiliate, what team affiliation you have, like I said, we appreciate you. It don't matter what you do. Like I said, you part of this family, no matter what, because at the end of the day, we all just chopping up football. Um, so. Like I said, you just make sure y'all tune in tomorrow for ATL and Sports Zone with Bit Low Country Sports and Terra Artist 404. Followed by Lush Exchange with Miss Maggie T. And Miss Maggie T. In the damn comments, at a damn fool. So. Uh, like I said, if, they, if y'all if y'all listen to previous shows, this might be a show y'all might not want to miss. So y'all go ahead and check that out. Um, we got Friday night film study with big low country sports and whichever the hell one of us shows up, so you're gonna see <laughs> it. It might be all of us. It might be it some. It might of be us. all of us. So all of line, I need to pull up. I don't usually pull up on film study, but I need to pull up that night.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And, um, like I said, we got Red Clay Sports uh, Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. So make sure you check that out, too. And, mm-hmm. like I said, hey, Jew, I about to say a lot. Like I said, a lot of the chat will say, like, like Josh Allen is up there. Like, like, like I said, Josh Allen's having a hell hey, of a season.
0: Man, you act like a man. You, y'all act like somebody hit a one long three-pointer, and now all of a sudden he's Steph Curry. Shut up. Shut
1: up. You said you said you said they on the um the 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 Andre Drummond shoot a three point. Andre- <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. Hey, look, Sean Jones over here talking shit, talk about Quavo better than Matt. Ryan. <laughs> See, I know he, I know he bullshitting because he know that. <laughs> but, but, but I'm gonna get on a serious note on this one. Um. Uh, we're, like I said, this is going to go just to the Falcon fans as far as just how we interact with each other because that's why I said that this year definitely as far as this upcoming draft is going to be an interesting year because the Falcon fan base is already split as far as you got people that's going to ride with Matt Ryan and you got the people that want to get rid of but we have a situation here where we have people that want to get Matt rid of Matt Ryan, call the people that want to keep Matt Ryan idiots stupid. y'all don't know what the hell y'all talking about retards all that stuff, or uh, like how dare- how dare y'all have a platform and say that Matt Ryan is good when he's terrible so a lot of those people that I would challenge as far as You go ahead and put your content out and say why Matt Ryan is bad and why he's terrible and why you think he's the worst quarterback Atlanta has ever had since that's where a lot of this is coming from. Um, The thing is with this divisiveness that we have with the month, this fan base is what actually makes the Atlanta Falcon fan base, the worst fan base in football because we don't appreciate the guys that are here no matter what because i don't know if y'all saw that that press conference that JJ Watt had mhm well basically he was talking about folks that's like i said just doing their job and playing here for the fans and all that stuff like that The fans he was talking about were basically the fans that was going to ride with the team no matter what the situation was. Because we have to remember, even though the Texans are 4-11, and 11, Deshaun Watson second in the league, about second or third in the league in passing. So they passing the ball. But what I'm going at it is Falcon fans do not need to be so divisive on the situation. Like I said, you can debate a situation – but when you get to a point where you start attacking people's character, manhood, and all that stuff because there is a difference of opinion from yours, then it becomes a problem. It's toxic. And, like, for people that are like that, I would rather, like, look, I, like I said, I would rather cheer for, like I said, for me personally, even if the Falcons go 0-16, this is still my team. It don't matter who the quarterback is. Like I said, if Matt Ryan get traded get traded in the offseason, that's fine. That's what the organization wants. But I'ma show appreciation for what he did here, regardless. Because if we if we be real honest with you, like I said, he could have been gone after year three. Like I said, Julio Jones could have been gone after year three. Like like I said, you have to appreciate these guys that are willing to stick through the struggle. And this goes in life in general. The people that you have around you, if they're willing to stick with you through the struggle, them are the people that you want in your circle. Now, if you got people that's willing to throw you off the wayside because um, you didn't give them $5, then like I said, you don't want those people around you. And I asked, and like I said, I asked people that, and like I said, and this is a serious question that I would ask um, a lot of the people that be mad at Matt Ryan because he didn't deliver a Super Bowl. i about to say, y'all have parents, right? Like I say, like you have both of your parents. Um, your parents did everything they could to make sure you had a good life. Well, I'm using this as an example. So they decide not to get you that Mongoose five-speed bike. They're bad parents because they didn't give you that bike. So you have to have that mentality like that. Because at the end of the day, this is football. These players are not playing for these friends. They're playing for their families. And I don't, like I said, beyond popular belief, like if y'all hate Matt Ryan, that's, Fine, but if you debate somebody, say why you don't like this quarterback. Don't just say that he sucks and he's terrible and not have nothing behind it. Have mm-hmm. no behind it. Because now you just sound you, you just uh you sound like a hater. I'm gonna, tell straight I, I gonna say straight I was gonna say it worse. I was gonna say you sound like a bitch, but <laughs> <laughs> so well, you hate hate hate. sound like a hater. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's what I am gonna use as a hater.
2: Like a player a, hater.
1: A play, yeah, play a hater. Yeah, yeah. That that's that that that's the player that got the wall. It's like everybody got the Louisville <laughs> Vuitton <Wisconsin> stuff, <laughs> These motherfuckers walking around with the Kmart suit right. <laughs> with the thirteen dollar <laughs> Giorgio shoot, the thirteen dollar george shoes. So, <laughs> so like I said, if we debate it, like I said, if you debate with certain people. Like I said, have some points behind you. Don't don't get personal. Like I said, this is football. This is not supposed to be personal because we're not on the field playing the damn game ourselves. We just talking. Like I said, we just talking as fans and fans of what we see. So, like I said, that's why I always say I keep my circle at least small enough to where I don't have to worry about that type of bullshit. And I know I've been cussing a lot here and all that stuff, but sometimes that like what SpongeBob SquarePants said in that episode, cussing is sentence enhancers. That means people going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, at the end of the day, like I said, don't attack a man's character. If you don't like him, just say you don't like him. Don't have a
0: house. Because God, God knows I don't like LeBron James. Everybody know that about me. I can't stand his freaking guts. But you respect <laughs> this game,
1: though.
0: You respect this game, though, Mike. Hey, I respect this game, though, man. That's all. Like, yeah, that's everybody know I respect this game, man. I can't stand him But you know what it is? That's like, it, that's just. Healthy debate, man. It's just all about healthy debate. Healthy sports debate. I don't hate the man as a man. It's just all about the game. You know what I'm saying? So uh,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, like like enjoy said, like I said, but why does it matter? It's their opinion. Like I said, the opinion is fine. But like I said, you have certain people that will attack us for having a different opinion from them. And that's where I'm coming from with that. Because, like I said, I'm going to use my personal experience. Like I said, I ain't done YouTube this long. I'm, like, I'm new to this. Mm-hmm.
0: But
1: it's been a couple of times when I've been called a retard because I either said something that they didn't agree with, somebody didn't agree with. I got called a retard by a priest. <laughs> You know how weird that sounds a guy that's supposed to be for the Lord and I get called a retard because I didn't agree what he said. Man, look, I've been called the
0: dumbest person in the I've been called the dumbest father. <laughs> the dumbest.
1: I've been called a lot of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So like I said, the like but like I said, we like I said, we like I said we try not we not we don't show them none of that energy like I said. We here for the people that's in this chat. Like I said, if you have a difference of opinion from us, like I said, that is fine. But once you get disrespectful and start attacking people's character, that's when you get blocked. Cuz it could get worse. You can get your ass roasted on this motherfucker. But <laughs> We're trying to keep the show
0: We won't stop We won't stop I I keep going Hey
2: Styles, tell them like Richard Sherman said Men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie
0: Exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly Like I said, when Matt comes The haters come, but like I said If I defend Matt Ryan If Mike defends Matt Ryan If Juke defends Matt Ryan over here like I said, it's nothing wrong with a debate, but once you start attacking a man's family because he don't agree with what you say, then we have a problem. And if you got a problem, if you got that kind of problem, then you come on the show and you 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 get your grievances out. Like I said, don't hide behind a a a, a image, don't behind an icon. Show your face. Show your face. Please. That's all I say. It like I said, if you want to attack us personally, come on the show, show your face, and we can get it cracking for real. Mm-hmm. So that'll be point. point right
0: there. I, I guess that's it, man. We appreciate everybody for joining us. Um again tonight. Uh, not tonight. What the hell am I talking about tonight? Um tomorrow night. Eight o'clock, we got the ACL in Sports Zone. Once again, do not forget Lush Exchange with Nikki V and Maggie T. All right, they're gonna be up there talking about pussy. um, Damn, my bad. (laughs) Uh, Damn it. See, this this is why, man, Mike can't go on rants because I can't control myself, okay? I I can't control myself. My my bad, y'all. They talk about some adult stuff, all right? 18 and above 18 so all you kids, if you're 17 16 14 13 do not tune into Lush exchange because i don't want your mamas calling us emailing us hitting me on my channel i ain't got nothing to do with it nothing to do with it all right so check out Lush exchange uh miss maggie t man she always doing her thing uh she's hiding right now she thinks she i mean her hair nappy she ain't got no makeup on all that type of stuff. So um, she don't want to be seen today. So y'all go check out her uh, her channel. She got a channel. Um, I think she's like at 140. Help everybody get help her get through, uh 200, man. Um, at least for the year. The year is out, man. Um, you already know. Ju Talk sports. Ju Talk sports. You talk sports, you're trying to hit that? Jake. He's trying to hit that 1,000, man? K style. he's oh, trying to man. hit that 1,000 too. <laughs> K
1: <laughs> I'd I be,
0: I be lucky hit six. <laughs> I knew he was, do that. <laughs> he was gonna do that. I had to set you up. Hey, man, man. Yeah, keep supporting us, man. We truly appreciate it. like I said, man, everybody's welcome here, man. Everybody be respectful in everybody's opinion They're not, you know, they're constant going back. I try not to call y'all stupid, even though y'all some dumb motherfuckers. All right, but that's all we got to say. <laughs> that's all I got to say, man. Uh,
1: that's it. I'm say, yeah, everybody be saying I look different without these glasses. I look the same. I just don't look like. <laughs> <laughs> I got glasses in front of my eyes. <laughs> I got contacts on, so it's the same thing. If I ain't got no glasses or contacts on, I can't even see the screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> man. That's it. we going